0: How do you feel like this mindset of grind 100%, grind time all the time, and this extra pressure that you get from having to create for other people has impacted your mental health? It comes with its ups and downs, you know? Uh, sometimes you
1: can have some of your most motivated days where you're the hungriest and you're putting in that overtime. And then sometimes you you can be in your worst and your lowest and you're just stressed out, broke as fuck. Uh, struggling Maybe crying Like stressed out About to quit Pick up a job again It's But it's like And then you have those days Where you know It's all worth it And you can keep going And, and you know that You guys are gonna get there And when you get there It's gonna feel Ten times better
0: Cause you did it With all the people That you guys believed in This is Sad Boy Radio me, can I love the same what's going on everybody welcome back to sad boy radio i'm your host matt and today we got a special guest we got ozzy's other half uh his boyfriend i'm playing but (laughs) go ahead and introduce yourself bro what's up
1: my name is zay visuals uh i'm a chicago cameraman and
0: uh owner of red tape district alongside my boyfriend ozzy i guess Man, what made you get behind the camera first? You know, that's the basic question. But there's so many people in this world that want to be in front of the camera. They want to be the face of the franchise. Why did you decide to be in bag?
1: That shit wasn't really planned, bro. I feel like uh, just the passion for, like, videography just kind of grew out of nowhere. I uh, got a camera, bought a camera, got in debt, you know, wanted to pay it off. So I had to figure it out. I had to figure it out how to pay off my debt. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I just liked watching music videos So one day I hit up one of my homies I was rapping And I was just like You know Can I try to shoot a music video for you? And like Just on some playing around shit Did it I did it on some like iMovie shit And uh shit, Like honestly The passion just grew over time To be honest Because I never really expected To be behind the camera at all mm-hmm. Or in front of a camera at all You know So what was
0: your plan Before you even got into the industry then?
1: I was going to UIC Then I had transferred out to a Community college And I was going to try to go like criminal justice and chase like a governmental job or like a CPD job on some, you know, but I kind of didn't really like that stuff. I didn't really like school and, uh, you know, I was good at it, but I just didn't like it. So, I mean, it kind of was a blessing that I got that camera because it it opened me to a whole new path that I really never would have thought I would have even chased.
0: Hey, that's the that's the Chicago staple, right? The, you got to go to UIC, drop out, go to a community college. college and then drop out again. <laughs> that's the that's the Chicago fuckboy <laughs> dropout story. Shout out dropouts. Shout out, dropout. Shout out dropouts that want to do something with their lives besides nothing. No, nah, I'm fucking with you. But hey man, everybody's story is different, right? And shit, your story brought you here, so I appreciate you coming on and you know coming to speak with us Sure. early on obviously you had hype around your name right you know when we talked to Ozzy he said you were doing your thing you got flown out with them in pronto so you know what made you start this partnership with Ozzy then really
1: my relationship with Ozzy was nothing you know planned or 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 anything you know i i didn't expect Ozzy to come into the picture the day the when he did you know it was just us really going on the trip and us really spending the whole like 17 hours together, you know, that's really all we had to to chill with each other. And then in those 17 hours, you know, he showed me that he was really passionate. And I kind of showed him that I was, you know, I was about my business. I'm trying to handle stuff too. And it was just like, we were so cool together, you know. It was, he was from Indiana, I was from Chicago, but he was some nerdy kid, you know. And I was like a little more ghetto and, and stuff. And, but like somehow we just got so along. We had instant chemistry. And that's when I started to invite him back into the city. I was like, hey, come to this shoot and stuff. We, our, our relationship just grew over time and I feel like he just saw everything that I was trying to chase and come bring to life with all the artists and just everything in this new this new wave that I'm trying to start in in the city and he kind of fell in love with the whole idea and then I feel like he fell in love with the, the rebranding idea because I knew I didn't want to go with BZ Visuals, you know, forever. I wanted a big brand, you know, so I feel like he knew, he believed in that as much as I did and, you know, it does, you know, It's they say, like, you know, it doesn't take, a, like, someone you can meet in two weeks can show you more loyalty and love than someone that that, that you've met for, like, five years, you know, five-plus years. But, you know, so it was something like that with Ozzy, you know. It was just instant loyalty, and I could tell. And it was more of, I thought he was very, uh, a very genius when it came to the videography and the cinematography and just everything that he brought. And I thought he was just a perfect, a perfect piece to it. So it just kind of fell into place. It wasn't anything of like me asking him, hey it was kind of more of we knew we had a mission he believed in it and he trusted what i wanted to do and he was like you know i can help you out
0: having those people that are gonna back you and have your back no matter what it's hard to find people that are gonna stay loyal to you just like you said that are gonna stay loyal to you and have the same vision as you without vic this vision wouldn't have come to life and not many people would sit down on a weekly basis and do the shit that we do just because we're able to spotlight these creatives throughout Chicago. Right. But aside from that, you know, what has this partnership with Ozzy taught you? I don't have to do it all on my own, you know? Uh,
1: I feel like before, I I put all the weight to myself. And, and it's still a problem to this day because I just like to work. But I realized that what Ozzy here... I have to trust and understand that he's here for a reason and I don't have to always take care of everything or I don't have to put all the weight on my shoulders. I can distribute it between me and him. It's we both serve a purpose and we both can help each other. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, that that puts less stress on both of us because we know that we have each other there. You know,
0: But just being able to let go of the reins a little bit. As creatives, we're always the type of people that can't let that happen we don't want anybody else to be finishing our work mm. we don't want anybody to be touching our work yeah. and we sure as hell do not want people putting their input when they don't understand what our vision is for sure to be working as a team you have to communicate openly you have to be open to that criticism and re- be ready to throw hands with one another knowing that hey if we fight today that doesn't mean that we hate each other rest- the rest of the rest of our lives you still, bro? I just beat your ass. We got we got to sit down and finish this product. I don't give a fuck if you hate me for the next hour. It would be like that. Having that relationship and being able to create it with somebody who you met in 17 hours. That's a fucking crazy experience. It's insane, bro. I want to say, you know, go ahead and tell that story. But I feel like everybody who's going to watch this one might have watched Ozzy's already. But for the people who haven't, you know, let them know.
1: Me and Ozzy both got flown out to L.A. with Pronto Spaz Out. Before that, Ozzy was uh, shooting recaps, and he ended up shooting a recap for Pronto and met him through that, and Pronto, like, fucked uh, with his with his VHS Heavy, you know. He was like, yo, you got to go to L.A. out with us, you know. We're, we're, we're going to go on a trip. And then at that time, I just got plugged in with Pronto, and I was shooting with Pronto for most of his singles, that he was dropping that time, and, and Pronto was going crazy at that time, you know. And shout out Pronto, because Pronto goes crazy, but um, at that time, you know, Pronto was, like, we're flying out to L.A. as they come out like be ready you know so I was just like okay I'm ready <clears throat> and then we ended up flying out I, Ozzy had like messaged me and we had gone like on a live a couple of days before we went to L.A. and we were just like yo like I'm he was like I'm Ozzy I'm going I'm going to L.A. with y'all that was the first time I ever heard of Ozzy I was like um, who, who's bro on the phone you know I'm <laughs> um, buddy who's, who's bro nah but when, when he flew out there to L.A. First of all, Ozzy landed, and we had just had the longest night of our lives. Like we went to sleep like at five in the morning, came home from a strip club. It was insane, like one of the craziest nights. Uh Ozzy had landed that morning, and we didn't. None of us woke up till like one p.m. And Ozzy had to wait at the airport for like eight hours, just nine hours, just sitting down. And I felt so bad. But and then I met the Ozzy came. He
0: didn't have the address or what?
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know. My nah. boy, my boy was, my boy Ozzy was just his, struggling uh, with his with VHS camera no. over here. He's like, gets oh, no. off the airplane and oh, my God.
1: somehow he had linked up with Trench Mob, and so then he met, we met up. I was prancing, and then we met up with Trench Mob, and then me and Ozzy like clicked up, and we stayed in the same car the whole time. And that's when, you know, we we just did the whole shoot, whatever. Ended the night. We ended up ending the night with another strip club. Like, me and Ozzy were in the truck because some, some like, gangbangers wanted to, like, sh- like fight and shoot at, at the guys we were with. So, me and Ozzy were, like, we're waiting in this car under this seat. Fuck is you talking about? And, and we literally sat in the car. And, and then we were, like, fuck this. Let's call Uber back home, you know? So, we ended up calling Uber back home. Walking scared as fuck to the Uber and shit. Getting a stared down. And, yeah, he, we went home. He went to sleep. I went to sleep. And then I woke up and Ozzy was already gone. Yeah, gone back home. So that's all the time we had to spend. It was just the video shoot that night in the car and like, you know, he went home and I hit, I hit him up when like, I was back in the city.
0: He was like, hey man, fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> I was with him too. I was, I'm gone. I'm not waiting here. Aside from the instant connection, right? Mm-hmm. What influenced
1: the partnership? What influenced it was that I knew I couldn't elevate this on my own. I knew that a successful business runs with multiple heads and I knew that Ozzy was one of the Key parts that I wanted to to elevate the brand that I wanted to create and bring to life, and I just thought he had so many traits and and skills, and his skill set was perfect. So on top of being a great person and just a great friend, I was I was like I don't want to start this with nobody else besides him.
0: But fuck Ozzy now, right? <laughs> let's let's get to you. <laughs> oh, oh wait, I shout for, to Ozzy though. Know, uh, shout he's to Ozzy. A He's a goat. But I forgot to ask, right? The most important question that his dumb ass couldn't answer. Sorry, Ozzy, I love you. I love you, and I hope you don't get offended. They is ass. Why Red Tape District? When I
1: started thinking of the brand, I knew that I wanted a brand, and I knew I wanted a crazy name. But I knew I wanted some shit that nobody else had, and it was just different. But I had no ideas. Like, the ideas that I had sucked. It was like, one of them was like Blue Piano, I swear to God. And So I knew that I wasn't good at that shit. But, like, I knew the direction I wanted was super, like, just dope, you know? And I had told my brother, my big brother, shout out Zeus, my big brother, I had told him about it. And he low-key started coming up with ideas. And then one of the first ideas he says, he tells me, oh, what about Red Tape District? And I'm like, damn. Like, low-key, I'm usually hesitant when I hear suggestions, you know? I'll, like, sit on it and I'll be like, yeah, I'll let you know. Like, that one, as soon as he said it, it just sounded hard as hell. And I was like, damn, that just that shit just sounds hard. I was like, what do you think about that? And I, he had told me, like, like the meaning kind of not really. I kind of came up with a meaning to tie it into the, because I felt like the name after had had, had a meaning. Because I'm not going to lie, I don't want to bullshit. But, like, that was the process. It was We came up with the name first. But then after I thought about it, I was like, damn, the name actually has real meaning to what I want to create, it, you know, with the city and just revolve it around so you know it's obviously red tape district and stuff you know you think of chicago there's so many sides to it but chicago's unfortunately they, there's a dark side too where there's a lot of violence and gang violence you know one of the most things that's represented by violence in the city is red tape that's when you know unfortunately someone passes away so i felt like tying that just if you're from the city you know what we go through and how much you know we actually have to like avoid just to be like live day by day you know so you know the danger that that's here so that was kind of a meaning that i just wanted kind of if you're from the city you're gonna know that you know you're gonna put two and two together because it's like red tape you know what's red tape is when someone gets killed or shot and then the district you know the city's the city's broken up into districts mm-hmm. so i thought it was just a good a good way to bring the meaning to the name but then i i know i've talked to other people and they related to like the red light the red light district in amsterdam where it's like you know the prostitutes and stuff yeah so i'm like no that's not that's not it but it's cool that people can make their own like i like that i like that people make their own meanings to it sometimes too because i'll ask them like what do you think that means and then they'll tell me some shit i'm just like i didn't think of that but that's the best idea
0: the music you film is rap it's it's a lot of hip-hop and it's not regular hip-hop a lot of it is the trenches shit how much of that has influenced, you know, the direction you've been going? I've always had a love for for like obviously the the drill rap,
1: the trench music scene, and I feel like it it's never been like really an influence. I mean, honestly, yes, it has. I I would say like yes, it has influenced my life, but not in a negative way. I feel like music at the end of the day, I listen to it and I can enjoy it. And uh, I can sit back and not go and kill people, you know? Like, I don't need to to get in the car and shoot at people, you know? I can listen to the craziest music, but I'm good chilling at home, you know? And I can listen to Adele, the next song. So I feel like music always just keeps me in a good mood, but it doesn't influence me in a negative way. But I feel like overall, it's influenced me in a way that I just enjoy drill music even more because now oh, I see the creation of it because I see the guys that we work with make it from scratch and I'm there able to see it come to life so I even have a, a crazier love for it now mm-hmm. but but don't get me wrong I love all types of music and we're actually expanding to like a bunch of new genres and new types of sound that's why we work with people like Motive and all these stuff it's like if you listen to their music it's crazy you know mm-hmm. so it's just like it's like we're evolving we're expanding but definitely from the city when when I say like I like rappers I fuck with rappers, you know, because I fuck with that type of music. I fuck with rap hard. That's just what I grew up on. So I I have an extra love for
0: it. But I love all types of music. When you think of these video directors from Chicago, automatically you think of someone like Diamond. Diamond was filming the same exact music videos you were shooting. So having that influence, you're influenced by these mentors and you've worked you've had the opportunity of working with him and having that close relationship. So for you to have learned from him, that you know, that's another blessing that's come to you.
1: Shout out Diamond.
0: Give us a story with him real quick. I started about like two years ago. And when I started,
1: uh I was filming for a couple months already. And I got in a decent little bit of modify of like a couple hundred, probably like six hundred, six hundred, maybe a thousand and Diamond, was, I was a huge fan of Diamond before I even picked up a camera because I would always, like, listen to a bunch of Chicago music. And so he was already going crazy. I'm not going to lie. And I started on some, you know, I didn't really think about, about, like, impressing nobody. But I started, and I didn't worry about anything besides making music videos. And then one day he, bro, reached out. and He sent me a DM, you know. I had dropped this song called War With 40th by... By Hard Body Lodox, and he had commented on there on YouTube, and then he had sent me a DM, and he was just like, "Keep going, bro." That's all he said, and I was like, "Damn, that's love." You know, I was I was real I was real appreciative because he's going crazy. I was like, "That's mutual love." That just pushed me to keep going, and our relationship just became cool over the time. You know, we ran into each other a couple of times at video shoots. Obviously, uh, he, you know, him and uh, Ozzy got together for the What Up video. And he got to work with us, and we we got to work with him. So it was really cool just to bring that to life. And Diamond's a goat, you know? He brought that to life. We got to help him, and that was super dope. And he's just always been a real person. We can call him whenever you want, and, like, if we need advice, or we just need to call him just to talk, he's just a genuine guy. And, and you know, there's not a lot of people that are genuine like that, so I appreciate him because it's real
0: love. Like, he's genuine with it. Overall, he's a dope person. Mm-hmm. I believe it was the drip one he commented. I reached out and he even replied. People who have that high of a status, not all the time are they thinking, should I reply to this guy? You you know what I'm saying? These people aren't thinking that these people who are still building their reputation are important. So for somebody at his level to be and influence be a mentor to the young cats in chicago that's dope now getting back to what you mentioned expanding with artists like motive kato and you guys have another star that's under you guys guapo guapo and then we work with
1: a bunch more than like shout out tron shout out c's you know shout out ddk we we work with a bunch but yes yeah, so we have
0: a, those three are, are definitely the
1: uh, in rotation a lot right now
0: so the three that you would say are under the red tape district brand Mm -hmm. what's their importance to the brand and how have they helped you guys move in this new direction to
1: complete the mission we all have the same mission of we want to make this come to life we're not we're chasing a goal and we know our potential we know our potential is high and we keep each other accountable you know all of us keep each other accountable and we, we keep each other working i feel like they trusted me and ozzy enough to to bring them to bring their visions to life and and also involve themselves in our brand so they trusted us with that and and we could say they trusted us with you know helping them with their career as well so it was just a mutual connection and with great artists they're friends before anything um it just so happens that my friends are the hardest rappers and artists in the city though but you know they're friends before anything and I feel like their role is is to com- that the same as ours. We know that our potential is high to do something completely different that hasn't been done before. And they know their potential and we know our potential and we just hold each other accountable. And so we complete the mission.
0: By getting into business with your friends though, they always say business and friends don't mix. It's the worst things to put together. How have you guys found that balance? At the end of the day, we just know that
1: we're we're friends and we have each other's back throughout everything, but we have a goal to meet. And at the end of the day, our hunger and passion for this oversees all of that. And when it's time, we're, and when it's time to lock in, we can lock in. And we all know that we can all do it by ourselves if we needed to. So we don't need anybody, but we have each
0: other. I know that working together isn't always the easiest. Just like we were saying earlier. <laughs> You know, uh, you're always gonna butt heads with people who you're working with because you're in so close of a proximity to one another. Trying to understand other people when it feels like the vision is clouded, even your own vision, right? It feels like nobody's gonna understand that shit. Shit, if I don't understand myself, how somebody else gonna understand me and what I'm thinking and where I want to go? Especially if I don't know where I want to go. Now, for you, you're taking on the visions of other people. You're taking on the opportunity to create something that they're going to love and love sharing with their followers. Is there an extra pressure for you?
1: For sure, sometimes I feel like there's definitely a lot of weight on my shoulders. But I feel like it's weight that I want. Um, I'm glad to help all these guys bring their visions to life and I, I wouldn't want it any other way. And I appreciate the work that I have to put in because the work at the end of the day keeps me keeps me true to myself and keeps me working hard and these guys are great to work with they're easy to work with and they're just just real people and at the end of the day like i i choose to do that on my own i don't they don't force me to do anything so i'm grateful for i'm grateful but definitely i'd be tired as hell like that's one thing i'd be tired and but like shout out ozzy and shout out all the guys because they all help out and they make sure that i'm not stressed out or really or being overworked so but we're gonna work to the to the day we die so it's like
0: it's never gonna stop how do you feel like this mindset of grind 100% grind time all the time and this extra pressure that you get from having to create for other people has impacted your mental health it comes with its ups and downs you know Uh, sometimes you could have some of your most motivated days where you're the hungriest and you're
1: putting in that overtime and then sometimes you you can be in your worst and your lowest, and you're just stressed out, broke as fuck, uh, struggling, maybe crying, like stressed out about to quit, pick up a job again. It's but it's like, and then you have those days where you know it's all worth it, and you can keep going, and and you know that you guys are gonna get there, and when you get there, it's gonna feel ten times better, cause you did it with all the people that you guys believed in.
0: But you can't forget about yourself. You can't forget about making sure that you're okay at the end of the day. A lot of the times we get so caught up in what's going on and the goals that we have set for ourselves. There's no time to slow down. I know it as a creative myself. I'm always in the mode of I can't stop now because somebody else is right behind me. And if I stop, they'll probably take my place. Or I see the next person that's in front of me and I'm trying to take their spot. Because that's the nature of this. Even though we all talk about, I wish we could collaborate more. I wish that there wasn't a competitive edge. Everybody has that competitive edge. Everybody wants to be the best. And if you're not aiming to be at the top or be the best, then what are you really doing? The song I chose was Big Sean No More Interviews. It says, I'm feeling like an old man that failed that life. Got reincarnated to do it all again right. So I'm treating every second like it's an investment. Time is money every second I'm collecting. Once again, there's that rush. There's this rush to beat time and beat the clock before we all fail. What is that failure, right? Why are we feeling like time is going to run out every single day when... There's people all around the world, all around us, that feel the same exact way we feel. They feel lost. They feel like nobody understands them. But we don't focus on that. We only focus on, fuck, I'm going to fall behind. Mm -hmm. Taking the time to invest in yourself, just like he says, I'm treating every second like an investment. Which area do you feel like you've faltered in? recently when it comes to your health when it comes to investing in yourself emotionally mentally and physically
1: uh i feel like definitely before i would struggle on just creating time for myself mm-hmm. and just creating that balance between just being work working and and be able to relax and enjoy myself and, and say you know you don't have to work so much so definitely one of my biggest things was knowing knowing when to separate you know the time when I can work to the time oh. I can chill. Why do you feel like you've had that issue though? Because I'm a I'm a workhorse. Like I love to work, and it's like it's not even that. I f- I feel like I need to work or anything. It's just like, I love to work. I love to get stuff done. I love to hear music get made, and I just want to keep doing it. I'm, it's an addiction, so it's, like, I want to keep going.
0: It goes back to what you were talking about, being able to not focus so much on work. Even now, you're kind of avoiding the fact of, let me talk about me. Let me figure out, you know, what's going on with me. Yeah. You're talking about, oh, work, work, work. But take a second, right? Think about you. What do you feel like you've been lacking in your life because of work, because you've been so focused on work?
1: I wouldn't really say I'm lacking on anything. I, I feel like right now, as of recently, I, I've started to be, you know, mentally 100%. I feel like right now is some of the best times of my life and I'm starting to figure out a lot of things about myself that I never never really have. And I'm starting to not be so stressed about things. And I feel like right now I feel great. And especially because, you know, like I said, work doesn't feel like work anymore because I'm working with some great friends at the end of the day and they they hold they got my back throughout everything I got theirs. So right now it feels good. But back then I was just stressed. You know, back then I... I I was stressed trying to figure things out, you know, stressed about what am I going to do in my life? Is this going to be worth it? Why the fuck did I drop out? What the fuck am I going to do? My parents probably think I'm fucking crazy. Why, like, you know, they wanted me to go to college, finish college, get a college job, or, like, at least do something crazy, you know, and not take this crazy risk. But, you know, my family's super supportive, too. and But I feel like at that at that time, I probably could have had a stronger relationship with my family, too. To, just to... You know, at the end of the day you gotta appreciate everything. Like family's there for you throughout anything. And it that's that's now what I'm starting to understand. It's like I have to appreciate all this all the stuff that's around me and the genuineness and just enjoy life and appreciate everything everything that God gives you. And and now you I I have that understanding.
0: That's crazy because I was just thinking about that, that appreciate what you have now before it's gone, yeah. before it's too late. And that's gonna be talked about in another episode, but I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that's been weighing so heavy on my mind because I'm so focused on the things that I'm missing. I made an episode, I think last year it's called something's always missing because I always felt like there was something missing in my life. Maybe I got the number of views I wanted. Maybe I got the girl I wanted. Maybe, maybe I got the job I wanted, but at each moment, I still didn't feel fulfilled in my life. I still felt like there was an emptiness that I was just trying to replace. But that's another episode, right? Uh, (laughs) Um, What did it take to get to that point of feeling like you're content now? You're 100% mental because just like you said, going back to when you dropped out, you weren't making time for your family. You didn't have the best relationship. How did you restore these things? These are all things that are being
1: are being like restored right now, and everything's growing right now as we speak. But definitely to get to the point that I, I am right now, it's definitely I had to do a lot of self reflection and just understand really myself and understand genuinely what's best for me. And then obviously, I had to go through a lot of ups and downs, downs and stuff. I had to be super sad about a lot of shit. I had to be super pissed about being broke as hell. I had to go through all my worst downs to understand that it gets better. Mm-hmm. And even even if I'm at my worst or even if if people don't fuck with me or something, I still have the things I have to be appreciative of. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not alone. And I know that I have my family there for me if I needed to and great friends. And so I just had to go through a lot of fucked up downs, be at my worst emotionally, everything financially, and to know that, it just gets better at the end of the day.
0: I'm not gonna force you to, but go ahead and tell us about one of those down moments that really made you reflect on yourself and taught you a great lesson. I know a lot of creators can can relate. Like one of the craziest things that fucked me
1: up was is, is that is that state where you, you know you're sitting there and you wake up in the morning and you're looking at your fucking bank account and that shit says negative twenty seven dollars and you're looking at that shit and you're like fuck I'm so fucking broke and I have no job. But I don't want a fucking job. I want to do this shit, and it's like, you know, you know, it gets so bad. You know, I, it's like I've had times where my shit. So I, I didn't have nothing, and I would have to ask my friends to send me some bread to fucking pay for my phone bill and shit like that. And it's just struggles, struggles like that. You know, that shit builds. One thing I could tell you is hunger builds character, bro. So, it's just those times and shit that was so broken down, it just built me to know that I have been at my lowest already, and I know that I'm not scared of shit, because I can go up, and I'm not scared to ever go down, because I've already hit rock bottom type shit. So, it's like, you know, but things got better. I It's just persistence, and I know all my homies have my back, and I believe in the shit. So, it's like, shit worked out, bro. It's just working out, and... It's just like life progresses, and I have to let you progress and build. But I know that it's gonna, we're going to
0: get to the point where we know we can be. Where you can just look at your bank account. You don't even got to look at your bank account. You look—you don't even got to look at the tag. You just pick it up and go to the fucking cashier and say, hey, ring me out. If God blesses you, God wills. You know, I'm glad that you've reached the point of being able to come here and share that shit, right? Because not everybody gets that opportunity. A lot of people quit at that point. A lot of people say, I'm done. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Not for real, though. And it's sad to see people's dreams die in that way. Not everybody is built for that shit. shit. I haven't been to that point. Hopefully, I never have to get to that point. So I can't even say that I'm built for that shit. But for the creatives that are, you're one of the many few that are able to make it past that. So... For you, you get your flowers now before it's too late, right? Damn, this is crazy. Aside from that, balancing everything. Balance is key to all of this shit. Mm -hmm. For the people that work a regular job, you got to balance work and work. And then in between that, you got to find the socializing, the networking, and living your own life. For you, you got to work, work, work. If I don't hand this person their video by the end of the day... I'm not getting paid. I might not eat for the night. For you, what factors have prevented you from being able to take care of yourself in the ways that you need? You know, I feel like your mind just stays so busy and you don't really think about that stuff.
1: And, you know, sometimes when you're stressed out, all you can think about is why you're stressed out. So all I'm worried about is all the wrongs. And I feel like when you just put yourself even more down, that doesn't help anything. So it's it's really good to just sometimes step back. And just reflect on everything, and reflect on yourself, and and come up with a plan, and just be like, well, how can I better myself within the next, you know, whatever you want to put, and just just really sitting down and being able to be like, okay, this is what's going on in my life right now. This is where I'm at. How can I get out of this? Who can I who who can help me? And and it's just you know you self reflect, and and you can you can really learn a lot about yourself. But I guess maybe you have to get to a point where. You have to actually sit down and
0: think about it, you know, so. It's being so busy that you're not able to do that. Being so preoccupied with the things that are going around you, the things that are stressing you the fuck out. For a while now, I feel like I've been neglecting myself. I've been neglecting the things that I need to be successful and the things that I need to write a fucking successful outline. It doesn't just come easily to me anymore before i'd be able to sit down write an outline in 30 minutes an hour feel like i got some shit off my chest but right now i feel like everything is blocked i don't know what direction to go i don't know what to talk about and i don't even know how to connect shit lately but you have to take that time just like we said to sit back to reflect on What do we want? Who do we want to be? What's the goal? The title of this one is focus on me. Focus on the things that you need to build yourself up. And reflecting on the things that have shaped you, the things that have built you into the person you are today. Going hungry for you obviously has driven you to be the best director out there
1: i'm grinding i'm grinding i'm trying to make a name for myself but there's so many great directors
0: yeah who do you take inspiration from man definitely you know shout out diamond
1: we we keep bringing him up diamond you know i used to watch uh i used to watch like laka um who else
0: i loved uh ryan lynch jerry productions
1: you know all that running gun camera man i fucked with them heavy I ain't gonna lie.
0: He said, I wanted to be in the trenches, too. I just fucked
1: with their work. I-, I loved rap, and I felt like their videos brought that shit to life, so I was just like, man, I don't care if it's in the hood or not, but it's just good music, you know?
0: Have you shot a video for any of Diamond's old artists? Yeah, I we've collabed. He's worked with a couple of names that I've worked with.
1: Uh, you know, I worked with LA Tone, Diamond, worked with LA Tone a lot.
0: For you, what was the experience like, though, being able to collaborate with somebody who had worked with somebody you had looked up to
1: at that point i didn't really think about it i'm not gonna lie
0: i was so focused like my
1: hat my hat's off to every every creator out there but I, when i'm working i'm I'm not focused on anything else besides myself so when i work with people i don't think about who they worked with or anything i it's it's when i see it it's it's all hats off i love that work i, I can listen to it but when i'm in the zone and i work with them it's man this is what i'm gonna do you know this is what I'm going to do. I'm focused on what I got to do. I'm not thinking about nobody else. Mm.
0: It's one of those moments where you you don't think about it until it's done. It's like when a month or two later when you're sitting back and reflecting, like, damn, I
1: shot that I shot that shit. And, and bro, work with him. Maybe, you know, but but in the moments, like, you don't think about that shit. You just, you're working, you know? If, if you really want to do this shit for, like, to, to really do this shit, you know, you don't think about nobody else besides what you got to focus on and do.
0: That'd be me whenever I do a a bigger interview I don't think about it until maybe even a year later and I'm like I did that shit I really secured that interview and did that shit shout out King Inez shout out Inez we love her RTD supports her and Inez is one of the rawest
1: girls I've ever met she shouted out Motive's album <laughs> shout out Stockholm
0: Syndrome is out now Motor Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know. That's one of the best projects out of the city. How do you feel like that process has helped shape your guys' creative direction going forward? The album? hmm Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. This is the first album that we actually all
1: took a part of uh, from start to finish. And that shit was crazy. And, and it really taught us how to go about things more on uh, creative-wise, marketing-wise, everything. It was the first time we got to actually practice certain things and we're still practicing and learning every day but it taught us that we need to like take this very serious and put a lot of thought into everything we do and just don't don't just drop anything with without a purpose shoot with a purpose nah
0: the last question i have for you though is for you what have you gained from kind of forgetting about everything around you so this workhorse lifestyle that you live what do you feel like has been the biggest things you've gained and lost, man? You know when you work hard, you know hard work
1: hard work pays off you know if you really work hard and you actually try to improve you know you'll see results and you'll grow, and that's one thing I've been blessed to grow, meet great people and just actually bring this bring this you know dream to life and you know unfortunately sometimes when you work super hard and you just dedicate every every single minute or or or, or you get distant sometimes because you're so focused or you're tired. I, unfortunately, I feel like sometimes you fall off with people, or, or or things of that nature, or some maybe some people don't think that you're the same as before or something like that. But it's just it's like when you're when you're in your zone and, and you want to make something come to life and you truly believe in it. Uh, I think people respect and understand that you have things that you gotta worry about and do, but that it's always love and respect. You know,
0: I keep saying you know. That's how you know I'm biased as fuck. For those people that have been lost along the way, what do you
1: have to say to them? Uh, Nothing. I, good riddance to everybody. I hope everybody's doing well. I wish nothing but health and success for everybody that's ever been a part of my life. And benefited, benefited, if not even benefiting me, but just being able to be a part of my life. I don't, I don't try to hold no bad blood
0: against nobody. Is there any of them that you wish were still around? Not that I remember. On that note, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. I really appreciate you, you know, coming through and sharing what you got. And a hey, shout-out Motive, shout-out RTD, shout-out Ozzy.
1: Shout-out all the guys. We're going crazy. This really a crazy new Latino wave. I'm not even going to lie. Latinos just because we're all, we just all happen to be Mexican, but we just going crazy. I ain't gonna lie. We we finna take over the country. So stay tuned for
0: no music type shit. Shout out Sad Boy Radio. Next one is Ozzy and Zay. Zay! That's gonna go crazy. Fuck you, Ozzy. Alright, Sad <laughs> Boy's for real. Thanks for watching. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you go subscribe to RTD, Red Tape District, and stream that new motive EP, Stockholm Syndrome. Sad Boy's for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy